You you intend to follow the outline for this episode? Maybe Is not. To what do I owe the occasion? Maybe not. <laughs> it does it does not work. Although to be yeah. fair, the outline is like welcome announcements, Jocelyn part two pages, Lauren bullet point, single bullet point, and then in conclusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can understand why you don't feel the need to follow it. Uh, neither do I. I think it's good that we have some parts that are free-flowing. Me too. This is why people come here. For the mm. chaos. <laughs> the, the abject chaos and unpredictability of what it is we're going to say at any given moment. True. That's what we do here. That is big, big part of it. What are we going to do? What are we going to say? <gasps> I have no idea. My God. The suspense is suspenseful. Yeah, it's suspenseful. It's neck and neck. Will the suspense or the cancer kill us first? That's oh. why people come here. That that level of dark right there. That particular shade. <laughs> That's it right there. Welcome to Breast Cancer is Boring, a podcast about breast cancer with Jocelyn and Lauren. Whether you have breast cancer or any other kind of cancer, or you're just a weirdo who's super (laughs) cancer curious, welcome. We hope you enjoy. Because breast cancer is boring, but we and you Mm -hmm. are interesting. I love it. Welcome to episode two of season three. Boom. Breast cancer is boring. Yeah. Welcome. 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 If you are new to this podcast, welcome. More than likely you were drawn in by the flashy new uh, artwork we put up on uh, the mm-hmm. podcatchers. Uh, very That's flashy. Really pretty gotta ladies. Say. Yes. Best picture of me I've ever taken. <laughs> As it is of me. <laughs> Your picture is gorgeous or I wouldn't have put it up. You're having you have a real laugh on your face because I remember I taking that picture. Do you remember taking that picture? I do. Okay, we went to Sephora. Yeah, it was like who one is of, totally going to sponsor us? Who is going to sponsor us as soon as they reply to my email, which I have not sent yet. Uh, right. So need to do that first. We went to Sephora, and I was so so excited that we we took a bunch of selfies and. In that one, I think I'm screaming Sephora. <laughs> you might have been. <laughs> Just on the sidewalk at the domain. Sephora. Yeah, and I don't even care. I, you know, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it with Sephora. <laughs> That's the commercial right there. How can they not want that? I, I bet know. they do. I bet they That's do. a perfect pitch. Yeah. So if you're new here, um, I'm Jocelyn, and uh, I had breast cancer. Have yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll always be with me. Um, yeah, stage two, triple positive chemo, radiation, mastectomy, deep flap reconstruction. My my story's got a lot of chapters. Anyway, yeah. And then there's mm-hmm. I'm Lauren. You. I also had breast cancer. Weird. Positive. Oh, so God. weird. 
So crazy. Uh, chemo, no radiation. Mm-mm. And I had uh, breast reconstruction, but not deep flap. Mm-hmm. You got those good old implants. Good old implants. They're super comfy. Yeah, I hear that about them when there's no breast tissue to kind of. So I have a implant in this left one with my original breast tissue, and it's it's comfy. I mean, I can't mm. like sleep directly chest forward anymore, uh, uh-huh. which is what like face down is how I used to sleep. But that's mostly because of the deep flap side. Um, but pretty comfortable. But I cannot imagine just having skin and implants. That sounds like a challenge. Uh huh. I'm definitely due for a um, another fat grafting, which I oh. I'm not not looking forward to doing anytime soon. <sighs> yeah. That's a tough one to like want to sign up for. Like yes. the first go around, you're you kind of like know. you're like, "Sure. Okay, yeah. I mean, that sounds reasonable." Yeah, you take fat from here, you put it in here. Oh yeah. No big deal. Totally easy. Yeah. And then you do it. And you're like, Oh my god, I can't hurts. move without pain. <laughs> yeah. My entire like, body a is a car- constellation of bruises. Yeah, was I in a car accident and yeah, I blacked and, out and completely? Forgot. Uh-huh, from the pain. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you did. That's mm. exactly how that was. And then I'm like, do I ever want to do that again? No. That's a tough one. Probably not. Yeah. I probably will though. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, and I and I support you fully. <laughs> I'm like, where are they going to take the fat from this time? <laughs> yeah, you it's may like, not have a lot of uh, donor oh no. sites. Mm-mm. I'm mm. still good. You still good? Mm-hmm. We're all uh, storing up that COVID-19 for the fat grafting in 2027. I, I have like, no hormones to like burn fat. I, oh, my no. You know? Oh, I know. And that's my problem. That is the problem. The distribution of fat on my body is very different. It's one of the things I'm angry about. Anyway, we're going to get to that. Mm-hmm. And because we can do anything we want. Let's start with announcements because it's what we want to do. Um, first announcement Let's do it. has been the first announcement <laughs> for a very long time. And that is it's still a yep. pandemic, people. What? And I know mask mandates are like gone. And a thing of the past, um, even though there's not a mandate, when you wear mm-hmm. your mask in an indoor space, you protect others from the stench of your breath, as well as the stank of all the germs living and breeding in your mouth and nose. So that's a cool thing to do baseline for people. And I don't think we have to like do that forever, but maybe just like for a little while. Also, last week... If you follow us on Instagram, you know this, but I got my fourth shot of COVID vaccine, which at this point, I just sound greedy. It sounds greedy. I don't know. I I know, but it's like, anyway, I just- I do have to say that even if you're like, oh, the whole mask wearing thing, whole mask debate- I think it's important to recognize, has anybody else noticed that if you regularly wear a mask, have you got that cold that you catch almost every year? No. Probably not. No. Yeah. Like, 
have you had other viruses that you would have normally caught previously? I have not. I have not either. And my kids are healthier. Yeah. My kids have gone back to in-person school. Yeah. And neither of them have gotten sick. And let me just tell you, at the beginning of every year previously. Yes. I would send them to school. Yeah. And know for a fact that within the first or two, first or second week, they were going to come home with a runny nose Mm -hmm. or a cough or a cold or, you know, general kid viruses that they come home with all the time. Cooties. Yeah. I mean, they're kids. That's what they do. They put their fingers in their noses and in their mouths and in their eyeballs. And they, like, cough and sneeze all over each other. Can't do it. Yeah. And my kids have not been sick. Not once. Interesting. It's amazing. It's pretty amazing. amazing. My husband used to get sick, like, every six months. And he hasn't been sick in, like, two years. It's, it's. We are all saving money here. We're all saving money. Well, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It just. We can at least pretend, Jocelyn. Come on. We can pretend. There is there is a world that I want to live in in which we don't have to wear masks habitually anymore, where we're only wearing them on a plane and in a hospital, which are my two recommendations for continued masking for the end of time. A thousand percent agree. Do I want to walk around Target with my Frappuccino that I just got at the Starbucks in Target, drinking it with my mask off? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I want to be vibing in a Target with my headphones on, sipping my mocha frappuccino, and we'll get there. Uh, but not today. Mm-mm. We're not there today. No. Anyway, you do you, but mask up, get vaxxed, please, and try to relax anyway. Um, let's get into the episode. The reason we're here. On today's episode... I'm angry all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And I have the emotions of a cardboard box. (laughs) Lauren is an emotional cardboard box. You know how cardboard boxes are. (laughs) Sitting there, all emotional. Crying all the time. They bring up so many feelings for everyone, you know. Cardboard boxes, they're so political. I don't know why they have to make it political all the time. Um, but yeah, they do that. Those stickers on them. And tape. <laughs> I know. You gotta like take the tape off. Oh, you have to break me down before you can recycle me. <laughs> Ugh. Have you ever gotten a paper cut from a cardboard box? Yes. Holy God. It is horrible. Holy God. Fat grafting has nothing <laughs> on a paper cut to the fingers of a cardboard. The, the the sound, there's a sound of it, and then there's that feeling that courses through your entire body Ooh. when it happens. Oh, oh my God. I did it at work the other day, oh, and then terrible. I was like, great. I have every disease known to man now. I, I was sure of it. I have every bloodborne pathogen that they make. Um, Workman's cop. <laughs> If only. So I'm angry and you are feeling nothing. How? How are you feeling nothing? There's so much to feel about. I know. I just don't have the 
hormones to feel have, anything. How do I have all the hormones <laughs> to, to feel things? I don't know. Maybe because you still have a uterus. I do still have a uterus. Yeah. This is true. And ovaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a uterus. And my I ovaries. Have those things. I don't even know where they went. <laughs> They're in there. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> They're in there. Floating around. Shriveled to the size yeah, of Yeah, like raisins. raisins. Yeah. Yeah. I... Why are you so angry? Why am I? Okay. Let me count the ways. Are you ready? I oh, made yeah. a list. Oh. I just made a list of the things that would like, that came to my mind at the time. Like it was triggering you? I, that's triggering me okay. just like recently or at large. I'm angry about the news. Oh. Like what the fuck? Every day is a new inner ring of, of this like post-apocalyptic hellscape we're all living in. Mm-hmm. I'm angry that there will never be a new episode of Fleabag, like ever. Like we will only ever have two seasons and there's only so many times I can watch it, mm. you know? And we're never getting another one. I'm angry that I don't have more time in my day to do literally nothing. I just want time. I want all the time to do nothing. And yet time keeps moving at the same pace, regardless of my wants and feelings. I'm angry that my phone's autocorrect never understands a fucking thing I'm trying to type. Like, have we met phone? I've been with, this is like one of the longest relationships of my life Mm. is me and iPhone. And it still doesn't understand that like I've never in my life said duck instead of fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what what do you think I'm trying to say here? What... Why are we playing this game where you pretend I'm not the person that I am? Mm. Um, I'm angry that the New York Times bought out Wordle. So now all the words are extra hard. And instead of getting it like in two or three tries like I was, it's taking me four to six tries, which is making me feel like an absolute moron. And you know what? You know what? We're going to do a full B-side about this. Okay. So I'm going to move on from this because we're going to talk about this because I bet you don't play Wordle. I don't. We're going to play it. We're going to play it. Okay. I'm angry that I just can't go somewhere, like literally anywhere, Mm. without feeling anxious that some people aren't wearing masks Mm. indoors. And then then I make this connection between a specific person not wearing a mask and how full the emergency department is where I work Mm. and how angry everyone is that they have to wait forever to be seen, that they then get put in a bed in the hallway and then the doctor isn't fast enough and then I'm not fast enough and that the room is too loud because there's a HEPA filter in it and they can't have visitors all of because one person at Target won't wear a fucking mask. Mm. And I realize that that is not, (laughs) you're like, you are the reason. You! Yeah, exactly. This is how people go crazy. This is how people end up screaming at each other in the grocery store. Mm. I'm Speaking of the panini, I'm angry that it, that it happened right when I had my deep flap reconstruction. Oh. And I am still waiting to get this body, adi, adi out into the world and out in front of Wait, people. Wait, what's a panini? The pandemic. That's what I call the pandemic. <laughs> It's what I call. It. It's what everybody calls it. Because I get tired of saying does that pandemic. make me old? No, it doesn't. It, it makes you professional, I guess. <laughs> I'm so angry at the world in general. 
for making this so much worse than it had to be. Mm. I'm angry that I was planning a trip to Europe in 2018 mm. that I didn't get to go on. I remember that. Because breast cancer. And I am still in 20 fucking 22 waiting to be able to go on this trip that we had planned, booked, bought, and paid for. I knew where I was going to stay. I booked the Airbnbs. I booked the train trip from Scotland to London. I had booked the um, Jack the Ripper tour, which I looked up, and it was the best. It was like the historical tour to do because there are many of them, but this one, this one is the one that you're supposed to go to. We had the airfare booked. Business class, baby. Mm. Like, it. I had a spreadsheet. You had a spreadsheet. I had a spreadsheet. I knew, and you had to give what we were going to go do on what days. We had a whiskey tour. Yeah, in 2018, and every year after that, I was like, "We'll go this year. We'll go this year." Well, then I had to have radiation. Oh, well, then surprise, you have to have infusions now for a year. Oh, wait, now they're weekly. Like, and now it's a stupid pandemic, and I can't go on this trip, and that's all I want to do. And I want to go and I want to never come back because in my mind, Europe is like a different place that is untouched by all the ills that exist everywhere in the world. And you can't outrun those things. So the only thing that does not make me angry and pretty much the only things that get me out of bed in the morning besides doing my wordle is Call of Duty, Cody Rigsby and cocktails. That's it. Th- th- there's a lot of C's. The three C's. I know. I did that on purpose. <laughs> but it's true. I want to shoot zombies. I want to I do my Peloton with Cody. And then I want to have a good drink afterwards. Okay. That's it. That's all I look forward to in life. The end. Mm. Man. I mean, outside of the people. Because those are just things. Yes. There are always people. There's always you. There's always the big dummy I live with and I'm married to. There's always, you know, friends and work people. People will always matter and will always give me a reason to, like, put one foot in front of the other. But but there used to be things. <laughs> there used to be events. There used to be, like, tent poles in my life. Oh. And I could go from one to the other and whatever was in between I could get through. And those things just aren't here and I'm mad about it. I'm mad for you. Thank you. I don't even have those things <laughs> to be mad at. I'm so mad about that then. Oh, I could be I mad. I want you to have, you know, I don't this, have those things. <laughs> you know what this is born of is expectations. Ah. I have an expectation in my life that I shall be delighted and entertained. Ah. And when that is not happening, <laughs> I am inconvenienced. And my concern is that you're not angry mm-hmm. because you do not have the same expectations for your life. Oh. <laughs> and I want you to have those. So you want me to be angry too? Yes, I do. <laughs> I want everyone to be angry, but only at the very specific things I'm angry at. Because I find that um, anger is really not useful. My therapist told me... That anger is the emotion that it's kind of a, it's one of those, like, I forgot the term because I'm shit at therapy, but it's one of those blanket emotions that you feel 
when you can't identify the specific emotion that you are having. Oh, so it's like a cover emotion. Yes. It's a cover You're wearing emotion. it on top. Yeah. Because you and can't underneath, figure out what's in there. Also, there's, there's way... What I suspect is I'm feeling angry about these things because I don't want to feel sad about them. Because I don't want to feel disappointed because those emotions there's no energy there yeah that's devastating Mm -hmm. and I don't know what to do with those emotions but when I'm angry (laughs) (laughs) I'm I I have this energy okay I have this drive I can almost laugh about it so so it makes me so mad it's funny anger drives you Anger is a, it's a high energy emotion for me. It, it makes me hyper verbal. It makes me hyper like mental, Uh, hyper mental. I know what you're saying. Like my thoughts come easier Your wheels are like really turning. Yeah. It eliminates a lot of filters for me that make it difficult to just get out the things that I want to get out. Mm. Now the downside. I'm just the opposite. When I'm really You're just the opposite. Yes, when I am okay. really angry, like really, really angry. Yeah. I'm usually like speechless because yeah. I'm trying to process this feeling that I don't like, but I'm just like I guess I'm always trying to like process it, you know? Yeah. And how do I get unangry? How do I get unangry? <laughs> but I okay, also so have two little ones who look to yes. me for behaviors and how to deal with emotion. And and you're so good with that. They, Well, I mean, I have to be a role model for my kids. If they see me behaving yeah. poorly, then that kind of behavior is okay or acceptable. So even when I get angry, I have to, to step back and say... I'm sorry that I let my emotions overcome myself and I reacted that way out of anger and I have to talk through it because I need them to learn how to be healthy, angry. It's okay to be angry, but they also have to know how to express what they're trying to say instead of through anger, like always through anger. It can start that way, but you also just have to say, okay, that made me really angry. Why did that make me angry? And work your brain around it, especially for little kids. Yeah. Because if they are just angry, they end up acting out in ways behaviorally. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of okay. have to teach them how to cope with it better. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to have really any emotion. Um this is this is like one of the quintessential differences between you and I. <laughs> and and something that like so perfectly highlights what a better person you are is like when you get angry you're like, "Huh. Why am I angry and how can I correct this anger and really focus it in a positive direction?" And when I'm angry. I'm like, how can I make everyone around me the same level of angry as I'm me? <laughs> I refuse to be alone in this feeling. I mean, you don't always have to correct your anger. 
And sometimes yeah, you just have to true. allow yourself to be angry and just accept that that situation is that way. It's just, it's okay. See, acceptance yes. is hard for me. Uh, all of these things that I've listed, pretty much to a, 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 every single one of them is outside of my control. Oh my God. I just started teaching my boys to say these words. Now they're allowed to be angry about something. Yeah. And it's good that they're expressing, I'm angry about this. But after a certain amount of time, I ask my boys to say, I can't change it. Oh. You have to, there's certain things that you have to understand that you can't change the past. And it's okay to feel the way you felt about it when it happened. And it's okay to not like it or be angry. But you do have to say, I can't change it. Yeah. And then figure out how you're going to take the next step to move on. That is so hard. First of all, I just have got to say, like, how grateful I am that you are teaching boys, future men, to work through their anger. Yeah. Because I don't feel like a lot of grown adult men now had the benefit of that mm. growing up and for whatever reason. That's not all on their mothers, by the way. No. Fathers. Um, or parents, or whoever you are. I don't know who's supposed to be raising these children. Um, I can't do it, so I don't have them. Uh, but it's just, that gives me hope that, like, as a world, maybe we will move in a more positive, like, emotionally aware and accepting future place, you know, instead of the bedlam Armageddon that I have in my mind is going to happen when I'm old and frail and the first one to be eaten. Because uh, you can't do push-ups. Because I can't do no push-ups. <laughs> I know muscle doesn't literally turn to fat. Like, you know, your muscle cells don't metamorphosize into no. fat cells. Mm -hmm. If anyone's telling you that that happens, they're um, wrong. But I do think... Uh, I don't have a lot of hope in myself gaining a lot of muscle mass in the absence of estrogen, which is both a motivating factor for getting in shape mm -hmm. and literally helps you build muscle in your body. Right. Um, and also provides you with emotion. It does provide you with emotion, which, which back to the question of why am I feeling so much emotion that I'm now covering with anger most of the time? Huh. And you're not. I don't know. Maybe I don't and have do, time. Maybe you don't have time. <laughs> I, I have four days off a week now <sighs> to get angry. Maybe that's And you have I need. no time off. No. Because you have a full-time job, but you also have to work at the hospital. Exactly. I always tell people that working at the hospital is my easy job. Coming home and raising a family is the hard job. Yeah. Like, as 
stressful as the hospital can get being a parent like people always not always but there are a lot of people that like underplay the the parent role and how hard that is (laughs) oh you just mean like everybody society and lawmakers and systemically we have a problem with valuing parents in this society you you, no way (laughs) i'm not angry about that (laughs) it does make me upset when people are like oh she's a stay-at-home mom she probably just sits around all day eating popcorn i wish oh my god wow wow hmm okay fine you want to do it that's that's the test Mm-hmm. Do they want to do it? Yeah. Do they want to do it? No. Nobody no. does. It's hard. It's born of necessity. It's a job of necessity. Somebody has to do it. And for some reason, throughout time, women have been like, I'll do it. <laughs> but I think that's been their role, like a gender role. Yeah, it's been their assigned gender role. Right. For a long time. We don't really time. have a choice. Yeah. In fact, to be an adult woman who doesn't want to raise children, doesn't want to have children, is an anomaly. Right. Oh, I've recently watched um, certain little, like, memes and TikTok videos about, like, dads get accolades for things that they do. That is the that exact are normal ass yeah. parenting thing. Right. Yes. Like taking your kids to school and be like, oh, he's such a good father. He takes his Oh my kids God, he's such a good father. Nobody says no, that about moms. <laughs> no one says that about moms. Yeah. Or like, taking oh my God, your you kid- made everyone dinner tonight? Yeah. After working? You're such a good mom. No. No, no one says that. No, not unless dad does it. Like, oh, what a great father. Why do these guys get all these accolades for things that we do every flipping day? Okay, that does make me angry. There we go. There it is. We just had to find the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fucked the patriarchy, man. That's why we're here. I bust my butt every day. Every day. And you still find time to do a bold red lip. And that is something I very much respect about you. Thank you. You're welcome. It looks so great. It looks, you know, I'm, it's your thing. It's, it it's is. just your thing. And this is why I'm very much in favor of like a maskless society. I know I went off about masks because right now we still need them. But yes, I dream of a day when we can all get our lips out there in the varying colors. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a theory I have as well about anger <laughs> being a blanket emotion <laughs> is I think I also go to anger as a way to escape the the other path, which is just cr- devastating tears, okay, basically hysterical crying, oh, which I have done as well. I only did that when, through treatment. Yeah, I didn't. I, was, I cried a lot. I cried a lot too, but I just I thought it was a lot, and then treatment ended, and then I really started crying. Oh. Just at everything all the time. Mm, mm-hmm. But some of that I blame on therapy. Okay. Because therapy, I used to have, pre-therapy I had a superpower where like I, I could schedule a cry. You were not going to make me cry out of the blue. 
wasn't going to happen because I had an unhealthy relationship with my emotions. And then you go through therapy and you learn that like letting it out little by little is better than storing it up and having an explosion True. every so often. But then like you start tearing up everywhere, mm-hmm. just like at, at work or in the car or. I'm an in the car and, crier. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, yes. The car. Mm-hmm. It's a haven. Yes. I've had to pull over before. Oh. I've, like, pulled into a parking lot to have a good cry because it, it, there's, like, a level of crying you can do while driving. Yeah. But there's a level that, like, you cannot do while driving, and I've had to pull over. Wow. And then just hope no one sees me. But I don't think about it like that. I think no one can see me in my car. Okay. Right? despite the fact that it's covered with, you know, windows. Right. (laughs) People can literally 360 me in a car. like. (laughs) But I think I'm in some kind of Superman quantum of solace. Oh. That's good. But but the cry home is a real thing. Yeah. And I've done that. Yeah, I, um, I cried a lot in the car. But I also have small children. Yeah. So... If I was going to cry it out. Yeah. No. Because they get freaked out when you cry? Well, my boys are very sensitive to mommy. Like, Mm. say I'm in the kitchen. Yeah. I hurt myself a lot, by the way, in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm semi-careless with knives when I'm doing dishes. Okay. Um, I don't know why, but... You know, I need band-aids. <laughs> and usually both my kids come running. Oh, mommy, are you okay? Oh, mommy. Yeah, which is really, really so sweet. Sweet. And I appreciate it because usually I'm holding one finger because it's bleeding so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, can somebody give me a band-aid? <laughs> my kids are used to this uh, behavior of mine. Yeah. It sounds like it. You know, I thought um, about it the other day. Like, if I would have gone through this prior to getting married, imagine mm-hmm. how if I was, like, not married and I was, like, single and wanting to get married. I'm yeah. like, oh, man, I feel yeah, that bad would, for that dude. That'd be some <laughs> difficult conversations yeah. to have. Be like, um, so when do you bring that part up? Yeah, when do we talk about the fact that yeah. I'm just, yeah. I don't know. Some things are missing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I think there are, I think, I think there are guys out there. I mean, for sure, but I just thought of, like, that's kind of a, like, a in-your-face kind of conversation that you would certainly have to have. Yeah. And yeah. possibly uncomfortable for the other person. <laughs> yeah. Depending on their expectations yeah. of the relationship, which you wouldn't even know about at the time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I did write down a few things that I do to help manage when I'm just feeling like t- ripping strangers' eyeballs out. Okay. Which I do. Like, feel like that sometimes. Or the people that I love, too. Like... This morning, 
I, I woke up and it was like 7 a.m. And I was like, ooh, I slept in. This is great. Um, but I noticed my husband wasn't up. And he usually gets up like right before 7 to get ready for work. And I have a day off today. And I covet my alone time on mm. my days off. I am a very fickle beast. And I need alone time. And I simultaneously need to be surrounded by people at all times. So, you know. And he wasn't getting up for work. And it occurred to me, oh, my God, he's not going to work today for whatever reason, which I don't really care. He's an adult person. He gets to make that decision. But I but I just it made me so angry. Hmm. And I care for you this just person. wanted your alone time. I love this person. And 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 even more than that, I like this person like we get along. We play Call of Duty together like we, you know, good times. But I just didn't fucking want him around today. Turns out they had like a snow day. Oh. So like he went in two hours late, which was fine. But I just, I almost lost my goddamn mind about it. That's, that to me is like an indication that like something's going on here that's like outside of my control and probably chemical. Mm. So in that moment, I try to just kind of breathe through it. But what I have tried... Um, when I feel angry, it's mostly nothing. I just let myself be angry and then I just spin out, lose energy and take a nap. Um, but one thing that has helped if, if I can identify a specific thing is I do, I, I do have a journal. I know, I know. I feel like, uh, <laughs> When I say that, I feel like your response should be um, Mel Streep in The Devil Wears Prada, where she's like, florals for spring, groundbreaking. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, you journal when, mm -hmm. you're, when you're feeling things, groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. So I, I realize this is not like, you know, every secret that your doctor doesn't want you to know about, journaling for when you have feelings. But it does help. And I write in a physical journal. It's one of the only physical times that I write, like with a pen and paper. And that is because the things that I write are so horrible, so truly deplorable okay. that I don't want anyone to ever find them even accidentally. Oh. So I don't you... put them in digital form. Okay. Because I feel like that's very permanent. Got it. That's actually a very good idea. Yeah. I need a book I can burn yeah. the evidence of because I do not filter myself in any way, shape or form. I just let out every atrocious, every atrocity I can, I am thinking at the time. I think that's perfectly healthy. Yeah. And then I look back, maybe like, I'll like, look like, what was the last time I journaled, you know, and I'll look at it and I'll be like, when did I write that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're like, Oh, Wait yeah, a and minute. And like it gets it out and then I don't think about it again. I don't I don't perseverate on it like I had to wait for. Let that dog out of your room. Just a second. Neo. Okay, okay. I swore I would not have him back for no, season 3. Here in. he is. On the show. Now he doesn't want to be on the show. In the room. Now he wants to be out of the room. Crazy dog. You know, he wants to be on the show, but he can't hang. I know. You know? I mean, he's like, I want in the room. Out the room. Back in. I want back in again. Yeah. Dog's got FOMO. Yeah, because he's Wherever like. Wherever he is, 
he feels like something better's happening out there. Probably. And when he's this also is the like, party, man. wait a minute, aren't you coming with me? He's going to realize <laughs> I'm not in the same room with him. And then he's going to come scratch at my door again. And I'll be like, tough, buddy. You got to stay out there. That's right. Mama's teaching you some boundaries today. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, what helps when I feel really angry is I talk to you about it. Or someone who can relate. Like whoever the, like if it's about breast cancer, if it's about hormones or the lack of, I might shoot you a saucy text. Mm-hmm. Or we talk like this, you know, with random people on the internet listening. That helps. Absolutely. A lot. Because I know that you can immediately relate and there's so much groundwork that I don't have to cover. There's so much I don't have to lay out beforehand. I don't have to qualify my feelings because you already know. You're already there. Yeah. So I think venting to the appropriate person, because when I try to vent about this stuff to my husband, it doesn't really land for him. Mm. All he, I can see in his face that all he's thinking is, my wife had breast cancer. My wife had breast cancer. She's going to die. My wife had breast cancer. And like he goes into his own like like hole <laughs> of <laughs> despair. Mm-hmm. Um. And also about work. I can't really vent to him about work. Oh, I can't either. He doesn't like have a frame of reference for what it is that I do. I agree. A thousand percent. My last coping mechanism is I probably need to get a therapist. I broke up with my therapist when I left uh, Austin. I need to get a new one. Probably. I don't want to. (gasps) But I probably will. Anyway. Okay. So your coping is karate. Oh, yeah. For one. Yes. That <sighs> helps me so much. I I want to get into karate. I mean, or something physical where I'm learning a skill. Yeah. Like a physical skill. Because you know what? You know what made me so mad? What? Why do we send little girls to ballet and dance class and whatever the else f- fuck they go to, and we don't send them to mixed martial arts classes. What is up with that? I, I don't know. Why is why are physical contact sports, or like even just like learning how to defend yourself? We know, we know for a fact that little girls and young women and women and old women and any kind of woman is is at increased risk for attack and abuse and all that stuff, and yet. We do nothing about it when they're little. We don't send them. Like, my husband came home and he told me about work that this woman, she grew up with four brothers, which I did too. And so she was wrestling at an early age. And then she got into mixed martial arts and she got into wrestling in high school. And when there were no girls to wrestle because, you know, not very popular, she was like, they were like, oh, you get the trophy. And she's like, no, I don't want the trophy. I want to wrestle a boy. And Good for her. My Exactly. My question is, why are we not doing this for girls? And it didn't even occur to me to be mad about the fact that my parents never put me in a physical, like, learn how to defend yourself class. Learn how to manage your physical body in such a way that you can escape attack. We should be doing this for our girls. I we should be doing this for our boys and our non-binary children as well. But, like... Come on. Mad about it. I'm mad about it. Anyway, you do karate. I do. It helps you cope. It does. <laughs> but there's hope. I have to say yeah. that 
I'm not the only female there. And there are definitely a bunch of younger females that are also enrolled. And it actually gives me life to also be a role model for them to keep going. Yeah. So I have an experience where I, I get there early. Sometimes I help Mm -hmm. teach younger classes like, or less advanced classes. Yeah. And I saw a girl, she gave up on doing pushups. Like, uh, was it, was it, was it me? Was it me you saw? No. Oh, okay. But I did think of you. <laughs> but she, she's like, they're hard. And I go, so you just give up on things that are hard? <gasps> and she was like, well, no. And I go, listen, no you way. have got this. I was like, if it takes you a year to do five good push-ups, who cares? The fact that you continue to try and to not give up means so much more to those other kids that are watching you. Wow. And she's like, okay. You know, not everybody has passion about things like that, but I truly believe that If you're going to put effort, you have to give 110% when you're doing it. Like, you can't get on your Peloton and just do, like, halfway. I try. I do try. Today, today I was like, all right, fine. I'll work out, but I'm going to do a real shitty job. I'm phoning it in. And then it's me gasping for air, dripping in sweat, in an arid climate, by the way, which is hard to do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if I started, like, if I, like, found a karate place near me and then, like, signed up to go, I'm starting from scratch. Yeah. Right? And I mean scratch. They're probably lower than scratch because my physical fitness level is questionable at best. Um, Would I be in a class with, like, eight-year-olds? So what I did like about karate... I'm not worried about the eight-year-olds, just to be clear. I'm yeah. worried about me. I'm worried about being beat up by an eight-year-old. Right. Which would <laughs> definitely happen. So, like, we have a beginner's class, and it is from white belt, which is the very first belt, to an orange with a green stripe, which is, like... Um, I love that color combo. Orange and green. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great combo. Rudy is a green belt right now. Rudy. Mm-hmm. So he could kick my ass. That's good. That's nice to know. Yeah, he's he's super good at it. Well, just let him know that if we are going to fight, um, I will fight dirty. And <laughs> I'm very squirrely. So he'll win in the end, but he's going to take some damage. <laughs> he yeah. is an eight-year-old. Yeah, no. I, 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 I'm sticking to everything I okay. say. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not That's modifying fair. that at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. He will win, but uh, he's just going to take, there'll be some collateral damage. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I have to say that's pretty much my only outlet right now. Okay. I do walk one. the dog and I often okay. stop at the park that's near my house and I quite often lay in the grass and stare at the clouds with my dog okay. while he's resting okay. because he's lazy. 
He is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If his performance on this show is any indicator, uh-huh. he gives up quickly. Yeah. 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 So we get to the park, which he loves. Okay. And he wants to take a break. And I do too. And our park has awesome grass and trees. So I just lay in the grass yeah. and stare at the clouds. My kids are like, Mom, why are you doing that? I'm like, it's relaxing. They're like, but people are staring. <laughs> I'm like, who cares? Oh, stopped worrying about that a while ago. I'm like, they're so jealous of me. They wish they're that they so were jealous. also looking at the clouds. Uh-huh. They wish they knew what I know. Okay. Walks, karate, stare at the clouds, yes. not the sun. Don't stare at the sun. No. So it sounds like we worked through our feelings and like solved everything. We could solve a lot of things. Fantastic. Okay. In conclusion, <laughs> feel your feelings. I think that's impo- an important takeaway here. Um, whether you're a cardboard box or you want to cover that box in lighter fluid and set it on fire and throw it through someone's open window, um, that's a bad idea. Don't light things on fire. But do feel your feelings. Like feeling that feeling of wanting to do that is okay. But actually doing that is is not not okay. Damn it, I can't hit the right buttons today. <laughs> Feel your feelings. Don't light things on fire. Thank you for listening. If you like the show, comment, leave a review. Follow us on Instagram at Breast Cancer is Boring. Tell your friends to listen. And uh, yeah, we're all super messed up. Just like embrace it. But we love you all. We do love you all. You're all very cool. Thank you. <laughs>